Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Narratives of Grace podcast, the fourth episode of the Pastor's Corner. I'm your host, Pastor Caleb Barrett. This week we are excited that we are able to be back in the sanctuary worshiping together in person. And this week's Pastor's Corner is myself, uh, Pastor Dennis, and one of our deacons, Joe Usan, discussing what that is going to look like. We know that as much as we want to jump right back to how things had been previously, that there are going to be some changes in how we go about. There's going to be some temporary uh, needs for the foreseeable future, um, and we just wanted to spend some time today talking about what that will look like when we come together this Sunday. We pray that this is informative and maybe helpful for all of our church family that is planning on coming or those that are planning on coming in the next few weeks as some of the restrictions loosen up and we're able to do more. Uh, But we just pray that this is helpful and insightful for all of you. um, And insightful for all of you. We'll have some guidelines that are posted in the notes of this podcast where we reference them several times. We reference numbers uh, multiple times, and that is what that will be referencing. So let us listen together uh, at what Sunday morning is going to look like. Good morning, everybody. We are glad that you're able to join us today. Today, we have our first guest to the uh, podcast to the Pastor's Corner podcast, Deacon Joe Usan with us to talk about how we are reopening. Uh, But before we get into that, Joe, how are you doing in this time of COVID stuff? We're doing fine. Jerry and I are doing probably what most folks are doing, which is uh, hanging on to the news on um, television, going on Facebook, uh, looking up uh, various things, um, and then reading uh, various uh, comments from family and relatives, some humorous, some uh, just information only, but um, those kinds of things around the house. Oh yeah, that's that's good, and and we're just we're so glad that we're able to come back together Sunday morning, and that we're finally able to be back together to worship in person. That we know that we can all worship wherever we are together, but it'll be better to worship together together. Amen. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, as pastors, uh, both Caleb and I, we're super excited about getting back together. Uh, we can't wait to be uh, able to preach to more than just the praise team. As much as it's exciting to preach to the praise team, uh, not literally preaching to the choir would be fun. Uh, and so I think having uh, our members back and seeing their faces and seeing them in person. Um, Social distance is is okay. I think preaching and and live streaming is okay, Uh, and it's a good complement, but it is not a a good replacement. And I think uh, biblically we understand we were created as social creatures. We were created to be together in relationship and in community with one another, and that's the one thing that you can't replace virtually. Um, just being physically in the presence of another person, you can't replace that. And uh, being able to be together is exciting. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're, we're able to get back together. Uh, and we've actually come up with a, a set of uh, guidances that we as a church are going to implement and make sure that we come to, 
come together in the best way possible. And so I think this morning we're going to go through those together. So uh, Mayor Caldwell put out a new order and we kind of crafted some different things about how to go about this Sunday, making sure that we're doing everything we can to keep everybody safe and that we're um, honoring the guidelines that that the uh, government has asked us to follow, um, which there's their order is pretty uh, reasonable. Uh, there's a couple things in it that we weren't expecting that we have to adjust to, but um, but we'll, we'll we'll go through our list. You'll you'll all of our church members will be getting an email with all of these things but one of the first things we're just to mention is that we're going to be starting uh our service at 11 instead of 9 30 but with that to to be able to follow the social distancing and everything else we're going to focus more on a family-centered worship meaning that we're not going to have children's church but that the keiki will be with their parents um and I think this will they'll help in several different ways. Joe, would you like to talk about, uh, we're going to open up the sanctuary a little bit early. Could you give us some thoughts on why, why we're going to open a little bit early? Yeah, so um, getting here early is important because we need to ensure that uh, there's time for families to find places to park if that's going to be an issue depending on how many folks are going to be coming. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, they get familiar with the, uh, the um, other places where they can uh, sit in case uh, there's uh, more than uh, that we can house in the sanctuary. So uh, going upstairs and looking at uh, the overflow rooms and uh, uh, downstairs where we'll have the um, uh, several of the parking spaces reserved is is something that will take time. So uh, coming here early will benefit uh, those that, that come. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, and that's actually the next point as well is uh, not only getting here early because we have to rearrange seating to match the uh, social distancing order, but in keeping with the social distancing guidelines, uh, as we learned in our sermon last week, uh, it is important to follow the guidances that we've been given, and it is important to be wise and prudent, but also good and honorable citizens as well. Uh, so we do want to follow these social distancing guidelines to the best of our ability and, and as much as is feasible for us. In order to do that, we're going to provide some overflow seating. Pastor Caleb, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so... We want to make sure that whoever comes is able to be here and worship, but we recognize that our sanctuary isn't a giant room. It is a pretty big room, but not big enough that we could everybody stay six feet apart and be in here. And while we know several people won't be back this Sunday, whether because they have uh, pre-existing conditions or they are living with somebody that does, um, but we wanted to make sure that we have other places that you can still be with us, even if you're not in the sanctuary. Uh, so we we'll actually have three different places for overflow, um, which will be two classrooms that will already be pre-spaced out um, and disinfected ahead of time for uh, around 10 individuals from however many families um, to be able to watch the stream of the service. So you're still with other church members. You're still in the building. 
um, but we'll make it so that the room is spaced enough to stay six feet away from other families. Um, but then we'll also have outside uh, overflow with TVs and speakers streamed from the inside uh, for the same thing, so that you can be with us on the, the, on the property, on the campus, but still we'll make sure that we can stay those six feet apart from everything. <clears throat> Joe, do you have anything with with the importance of that, that being on the campus, even if you may need to be in a different part of it? Yeah, I, I think uh, as uh, Pastor Dennis mentioned earlier, just the fact that we're getting back together again uh, is exciting for, I think, many of us that are looking forward to seeing one another but what's going to be funny is we're going to be having masks on so mm -hmm. whether we can recognize each other is going to be another issue but uh that's going to be fun uh i think uh, in uh making sure that we meet the safety requirements of the um the families and um be able to worship together um as a church is a good thing yeah and to that um one of the other things that we will be following is we'll all be wearing masks. Um, so the only ones that won't be wearing masks is anyone that is actively speaking because uh, because on the stage they'll be far enough away from everyone else that'll be fine. So when Pastor Dennis is preaching or if I'm praying or uh, Pastor John is giving announcements or the music team is leading, um, we won't have the masks. But if we're off the stage at any time, um, or we're not actively speaking, we'll have the masks on to make sure that we have that precaution in place. We want to make sure as much as we recognize that uh, the six feet is good, that having the masks plus the six feet really limits any potential risks. Uh, and that's the biggest thing here. Yeah, and I just want to point out that wearing face masks is, is the next point. Uh, we do want to make sure that all the congregants over the age of five should be wearing face masks or face coverings unless advised not to by their doctor. The recent order by Mayor Caldwell does allow uh, certain allowances for uh, individuals to not wear masks. Uh, children under the age of five are not required to wear masks. Individuals with medical conditions or disabilities where the wearing of a face mask or face covering may pose a health or safety risk to the, the individual as well. Um, and so I think there are certain allowances, uh, but we would encourage you that if you have a health condition that requires you not to wear a mask, um, consider that medical condition, and um, we, we want to encourage you to consider if, uh, if maybe you should wait a little bit longer before coming, and uh, that's a point further down on our list, but, um, but just as you look at what we're asking, uh, we want everyone to be safe. We know that face masks are not the most practical thing for worship as um, singing becomes difficult, uh, but also singing releases more particles into the air, and so there's, there's a like a little bit of a give and take when it comes to what we're being asked to do. But as good as citizens, we do want to try to follow the face mask coverings uh, guidelines as much as possible. Right, and the next point on our list is to um, discuss the offering plates. Um, Pastor Caleb, do you want to talk about why we will not be passing the offering plates? So so the way we're going to be doing the, the offering is that um, the deacons, whoever is bringing around the plates, will walk past everybody for anyone that's going to give can drop it in. The big thing of why we're not passing it down again is just to limit the amount of people 
uh, handling any any one thing that then other people are then going to handle. Um, and even with that, everyone that handles anything like that will be wearing gloves as well to not just protect them, but to protect anyone else that's going to touch the, the plate and whatnot. But we just limiting how many people are touching, handling anything is going to be um, important. And to that, with the those that, that count the offering and, and put it in the safe, we'll have masks and uh, gloves provided for them so that, again, they can help keep that layer of protection for themselves. Thank you. I think that's good. I, I think we, we just want to do everything we can to protect people and um, going contactless as much as possible or at least limiting contact as much as possible is, is going to be key. You know, uh, the, the, the folks handing out bulletins are going to wear gloves and we're going to make sure that uh, only one person touches that, that bulletin before you receive it as you come in the door. Uh, we'll make sure that uh, those kind of things are, are taken care of, but then actually taking up the offering time while online giving is still available at mbaptist.org slash giving. Uh, again, that's mbaptist.org slash giving. Uh, you can continue to give online, but we will have the offering plates come by, but we're actually just going to have an usher walk past the rows, and if you would like to give, you can just drop it in without uh, passing the plate, without touching the plate, and uh, hopefully that that uh, allows for a contactless uh, giving. Um, the The next step, I want to talk about Sunday school. Um, in, our, in our last update that we sent out to the church, we, we explained that we would not be hosting on-campus Sunday school classes for the time being. Um, Joe, would you like to say anything about point number five? Yeah, I, I think the Sunday school uh, classes um, are important as, as part of uh, um, coming together. Um, but as we've discussed right now is uh, one in which we need just to be patient about um, the way forward as we think about uh, how we plan to do this. Uh, our discussion earlier um, is uh, uh, one that I, I'm excited about because it's, it's uh, to me, it's a new model. And so um, when we have the opportunity, hopefully with the other teachers uh, soon, uh, to meet with them and to discuss um, a possible new model, then uh, I think we can uh, set this uh, up for us to meet again here um, uh, at uh, the church. But until then, uh, I think we should just do what we are continuing to do, which is online th via Zoom. Uh, I thank God for those that are able to meet th via Zoom. Um, and so... Uh, We'll soon come together uh, as a church, but until then, um, I would uh, recommend to the classes, continue to do what you're doing, keep in contact with one another, encourage one another, and, uh, and we'll, we'll get together soon. And we'll make sure that the, the details from all the different classes will be listed in uh, the general information email and probably in future further emails as we get different Bible studies, both in Sunday school and the other ones throughout the week, uh, back up and running. And we'll try and post as much of that on Facebook as well as we get down to that. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Um, now, we, we recognize this is a lot of information to share um, via podcast. We know that this is when the email goes out, it'll be a lot of information to read through. Um, that's a lot to digest. There's a lot of new rules. Worship is going to look different for a while. 
uh, in certain aspects of how we gather and how we worship, this may be the new normal. Uh, we talk about what's normal, and I think normality has changed. And normality is always relative to the moment, and um, because it changes. And um, things we used to do, we don't do anymore. And things we do now, we may not be doing for much longer. And so we recognize there is change. Change is inevitable. Uh, as Baptists, we uh, we don't really like change that often, and well, it it pains us to make changes sometimes, but uh, we need to continue to adapt. Um, the gospel is too important for us to be stuck so set in routines that we're not willing to branch out and uh, adapt and, and reach people in new, uh, in new ways. The message never changes, uh, but the method and, and the means of how we get the gospel out, I think that de- does need to update, and we do need to continue looking for different ways. Um, but one thing I, I did want to share is that uh, as we're going to recap these, these points in just a moment, um, just very quickly, we'll recap. But I do want to share that um, we want you guys to know that together, the pastors, the deacons, we are praying for you. Every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., the deacons gather together and we pray for the church. We pray for individual deacon families um, and the deacon family ministry model that we have. Each deacon reports back prayer requests that uh, that have been shared to them from the families that they serve, and uh, together we pray for you. Uh, we pray for each of you. We pray for the church as a whole. We pray for Mililani. We pray for the the state of Hawaii. We pray for the world. We want the we want to see the gospel continue to go out. But we want you to know at home, listening to this podcast, you are prayed for. You are cared for. That we we want you to know that that uh, you are continually in our prayers. Uh, but we're also praying um, specifically for you, and we're praying for wisdom and discernment on your part, on our part, as we come up with plans, as we look for different things. Uh, we want you to know that we're praying for wisdom, because if you or anyone at your home is at risk or, or are at risk, um, we would encourage you to strongly consider staying home. Uh, if you're at risk, we, we don't want you to come here and get sick. Uh, while being together in person cannot be replaced um, not being together in person might be safer uh, at the moment. And so uh, I would encourage you to consider that. If there's anyone at your home that might be a risk, uh, you may be careful and you may not catch anything, but we, w- we don't want you to carry anything as well. Um, but So we would encourage you to, to just consider worshiping at home uh, a bit longer if you're at risk. Um, but we also, we're not going to say stay at home. Um, if you feel comfortable coming, uh, follow the guidelines um, as a good and honorable citizen, but, uh, but let's get together and, and continue to, to work. But I, I do want to share, and, and maybe Pastor Caleb could follow up on this before we recap, um, but we, we do want you to know we will continue to, to lift you up in prayer. We'll continue to support you in prayer wherever you choose to worship from, and, and we want that to be very clear. And that, that is the big thing right now. We want to make sure that, that if you are in a higher risk or if you aren't feeling well to worship from home, that we've been doing this for however many weeks now since mid-March. Just because we're open, you worshiping from home is not now invalid, while worshiping in person is obviously the preferred method. It's like any normal time. <clears throat> excuse me. It's like any normal time. If you're sick, Sometimes the best thing to do is stay home. That's why uh, even after this, even if everything goes back to completely normal, there's no second wave and we're back to 
as was one of the big things that we are keeping changed is streaming services because if you're sick one Sunday, we don't want you to feel like you have to be here and then share the, we want to share lots of things, but we don't want to share the germs. So especially right now, if you're not feeling well, stay home. Uh, if you're in a higher risk, stay home. We can still work worship together digitally. That'll still be continuing uh, like everything else. But we want to make sure that we can glorify God in the best way possible. And by respecting the government, as long as they're not infringing on our actual uh, the, the actual law God has given us, which in this they're not, and as long as we give God everything we can, which we are, we are honoring him. And, and that may mean that you need to do it from home for some of us. Perfect. Well, I think the best way to recap this is we'll just kind of do round robin. We'll each take one and, and just 10 to 15 seconds recap each point. Um, so, Pastor Caleb, if you want to start off. Okay, so just remember that we're changing the service time from, from 9.30 to 11. We're still going to be streaming. We're still going to be streaming at the same places. The service, um, the the sermons will still be um, put up uh, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., but that we're going to be shifting, at least for the time being, to a family-centered uh, model, meaning that the, the keiki will stay with their families in the worship service um, until we're able to have children's church as normal again. So uh, we're to do our best to maintain uh, social distancing, um, six feet between families. Uh, we're to look at the overflow seating, uh, which will be uh, available upstairs and also in the covered parking area. According to Mayor Caldwell's guidance, we're going to ask that all congregants over the age of five wear face coverings unless advised not to by their doctor. Uh, we'll be doing the contactless offering, which means that whoever's bringing around the offering plate will bring it to you and you can drop it in. And if you would rather uh, give online, that'll still be available at mbaptist.org slash giving. We will not be hosting uh, any on. Uh, campus Sunday school classes for the time being, um, but we will continue to offer the classes via Zoom or Google Meet or other social media. Perfect. And while we, again, once once again, we know that this is a lot uh, to consider, we'll have it in written form in the email. We'll also include these, these uh, six points in the uh, probably the podcast notes, I think uh, we can do that. Uh, we'll send it out as an email and um, on Facebook as well. Um, but again, just just to follow up with all of these points, as much as we want to follow each one of these and make sure we're maintaining everything that we can, if you are at risk or if you're not feeling well, we would strongly, certainly if you're not feeling well, we, we want you to stay home. But if you're at risk or if you're living with someone who is at risk, we would consider uh, asking you to, to just think about maybe staying home for just a little bit longer until we can begin reopening further parts of our ministries and, and get gathering together in, in larger groups. But, uh, but that takes care of the, the uh, guidelines that we have for this Sunday. Of course, as the, the government continues to roll out new, new guidances and new expectations, uh, these may be modified at a later date. Uh, we may continue to increase or decrease some of these uh, protocols, some of these procedures, if you want to call it that. Uh, so stay tuned for more information for um, Facebook 
updates, emails. Uh, if you are not receiving our emails and you're listening to this, go ahead and email us. Uh, you can email us at either uh, dennis at mbaptist.org. That's D-E-N-N-I-S at mbaptist.org or caleb at mbaptist.org. And that's Caleb with a K, K-A-L-E-B at mbaptist.org. And I hope this this uh, time helps everybody understand the different things that we're doing, understand uh, what to expect Sunday morning. It will look a little bit different, um, but for the most part, we're going to be able to be together. We're going to be worshiping together. Um, but if you do have any questions after listening to this and reading our uh, guidelines, like Pastor Dan said, please just, just send us an email. We want to be able to make sure everyone understands everything that's going on. Um, we want to make sure that we can all worship together and stay healthy uh, while doing it. Thanks again, and and Joe, thanks for coming and being our first guest. Um, before we close out, I want to pray for you and Jerry, and, and uh, let's pray for the church. So let's pray together. Father, I thank you for today and just the opportunity you've given us to be able to work through these guidelines and, and just the unity that you... Uh, have blessed us with and, and working together. And Father, I just pray for Joe and, and Jerry and, and their family. And, and Lord, I just pray that you would continue to uh, bless them and, and provide for them. And, and Lord, I just pray for uh, any prayer requests that they have that you would, first off, you already know them. And so, Father, we know that you're going to continue working. Uh, but we just thank you in advance of what you're going to do through them. Uh, and in, in, their, in their lives. Lord, I do pray for the church as a whole, that you would continue to bless Mililani Baptist, that we would continue to um, strive for excellence as we seek to glorify you for uh, through a passion for you and a compassion for people as we reach Mililani, all of Hawaii, and the world. Uh, continue to use us for your glory and for your honor. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today for this episode of The Pastor's Corner. We pray that this discussion was helpful for all of our church family as we look to worshiping together uh, this upcoming Sunday. But as the time goes, more and more of us coming back together, we pray that this may help relieve some anxiety about being back together in the building. Maybe it helped confirm that you want to be away for a little while longer because of some health concerns, and that is okay, too. We're still going to be uh, streaming the services, so you can still be uh, at home digitally until you feel a little bit more confident in the health situation. Um, health situation. If you have any questions, whether it's about this, uh, but especially about this, but anything else, please email us at pastor at um, or message us on our Facebook page. You're also welcome to call the office, especially with the different uh, question, with the different questions and concerns regarding this upcoming Sunday. You can email myself or Pastor Dennis directly. My email is Caleb K A L E B at mbaptist.org, and Pastor Dennis's is Dennis D E N N I S at mbaptist.org with any questions. Again, whether it's regarding uh, any comments or any concerns you have about things w that we're, we've said, um, or whether it's just clarifying exactly what Sunday is going to look like after listening to this. For more information on Mililani Baptist Church, please visit our website at mbaptist.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or YouTube. Uh, we stream our services on Facebook, but we also post them to Facebook, the sermons to Facebook and YouTube 
uh, Tuesday morning. We pray that this discussion was helpful in understanding what's going on, um, and we just want to be praying with everybody. So if you have any prayer requests as this time continues, whether you're part of our family or not, we welcome you to email us at prayer at mbaptist.org. And we just want to be praying with you and for you, whether it's related to the virus or something completely different. Uh, you can just, again, email us at prayerandbaptist.org, and in that you can notify us if you want it to be just the pastors or the deacon or the whole church family. If you want to be, um, if you want us to pray for you in the evening service, which is streamed, uh, you can just let us know in the email. Thank you for joining us today, and I pray that you have a wonderful rest of your day, and please join us again next time.